The way you move your body to the rhythm gets the move. I don't know what I'm talking about. You trying to smooth things over? That's <laughs> all you're trying to do. You're trying to make sure that I don't bring this animosity into the podcast. Uh, I don't know what animosity you're talking about. That the fact that you are the most inconsiderate person, I think. <laughs> and I, I think it's because so anytime you do anything outside, like so let's Let's say, well, let's just tell people what happened. So today, Sam decides to dig in the dirt. <sighs> Sam has the same shoes on that he dug in the dirt hours ago. Sam has walked through the entire house. Sam has tracked dirt everywhere. <sighs> I've said things multiple times. Sam uh, supposedly swept. But he missed like 60% of the dirt that's everywhere. <laughs> so... I'm going to say that you are extremely inconsiderate because you don't consider other things other than what's in your bubble at that time. Uh, I was, uh, <clears throat> I was uh, under the assumption that I did get all of the dirt. I'm just seeing this new evidence, which will be cleaned up. New evidence? There's thusly. still some in the bathroom, right in front of the toilet, all broken up. It's probably still coming out of my shoes that I didn't take off. <laughs> so and that happens when you mow as well you will track grass everywhere you might even take wear your shoes into the bedroom and take them off there so there's just a pile of grass in the bedroom <clears throat> i'm trying to bring nature into the house get a little bit of a uh, greenery <laughs> i don't know what to say <laughs> i'm just a big bumbling idiot I am Homer Simpson in the flesh. That's not. I'm, I'm starting to think that that's a cop out to just be like, I'm Homer Simpson. He's my dad because my dad died. And all I did was watch The Simpsons and ooh, totally deflect from the fact that you're just really bad at doing stuff a lot of the time. Like some things you're so good at and you're so much better than I could ever try to be. But I mean, I think it just comes down to capability. And sir, you are no good at sweeping or seeing things <laughs> or being considerate or being proactive. God, you are not proactive. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to come into this so harsh on you, but I, I mean, it's bad. It's everywhere. It's fucking everywhere. <laughs> and I took like a four hour nap and this happened before I napped. So it's the house has just been covered in balls of dirt everywhere all it's, day. It will be cleaned. No, it won't. Because you <laughs> supposedly cleaned it earlier. That doesn't mean I can't clean it twice. And there will still I mean, be possibly at least <laughs> 20% left if you sweep again, I guarantee. We'll see. I'm shooting for 10. It's like how you would do dishes... And you would argue with me that since you do dishes for a living at the time, <laughs> uh, that that you're really good and that you don't make mistakes. And I'd be like, well, then why is there still food on this fucking plate? Because that's good enough for the restaurant business. No, it's not. People like a little bit of previous flavor on the plate. I just, how are you so good at doing some things and you're so meticulous and you care about all the little details and you become so obsessed about like learning every bit of it that you possibly can. Because all that's fun and cool. This is sweeping the goddamn floor. It sucks. No, it, it's not. A, it's not a thing that you're, you're good on it based on how much you fucking like it. No one likes sweeping the floor. <laughs> it's just that you see dirt. It's not supposed to be on the inside of the house. You take care of it. You take I, I, care of your own I, shit. I see it right now. 
And I don't take care of my stuff either, so... No, you're supposed to is what that meant. Uh, yeah, yeah, supposed to. I'm supposed to do a lot of stuff, and I don't do that either. So Sam's back into uh, his freedom. Freedom. And uh, Sam, let's talk about how how well you've been doing with that. <laughs> I like to nap a lot. <laughs> I would prefer to be napping at this moment as well. Yeah, Sam has, uh, Sam's apparently been ruined. I'm ruined. <laughs> yeah, I don't have much to say besides just... He can't hang I'm, anymore. It's, it's, fu- it's so early. He he takes a hit and he's on the floor. Like, I don't feel well. <clears throat> You've been ruined. I'm only a few days in. Ruined. Just, I'm not ruined. I think you're ruined. It might be a good thing. I might be really stupid. You are. <laughs> you see? I, have, I forgot how bad it was <laughs> until you've been back in the game for a little bit. It's been rough for me. For me, <laughs> you're still my absolute favorite human in the world, Sam. I still think you're the funniest guy I know. But when it comes to domestic stuff, that's a that's a big fucking no. that's a big miss. No, yeah, and I've I'll never no, I'm not good at it. I've never been good at cleaning. And here anymore, when it comes to taking care of myself, I fucking fail at that. So <laughs> <laughs> you fail at taking care of a house. I fail at taking care of my house. Yeah. What's that one? Your temple. Yes. You're desecrating your temple. So are I'm you, desecrating tattoo our temple. man. Yeah, right. You're a hellion. I, I always think about getting another tattoo, and it's like, what am I going to get? And I don't want to spend money on it. Fuck that. And you're, you're just also letting your tattoos that you have wither away. They're not withering away. They're a time stamp of a beautiful emotional moment of my life. Like when I got those three random numbers tattooed on my wrist. What was the beautiful emotional moment in your life when you got Hans Molman tattooed on your arm? I was in love with Hans Molman at the time. And he broke my heart when he told me he was a cartoon. So, <laughs> welcome to Couple of Critics Podcast. I'm Michelle. I'm Sam. And we are a review podcast. We like to share our differences with each other. Uh, usually listen to music, watch Jesus movies, Christ, whatever, dirt talk all about over it. The floor. Mm. <laughs> and we really like to put on display, you know, our uh, similarities and differences. I think this podcast definitely revels a little more in our differences. So far? <laughs> I'd say um, mostly. I mean, sometimes we agree on things. Sometimes we can both get down. Sometimes I... It's called an easy peasy. Sometimes I'm like, man, I would really like to not hit my minimum, even though I always hit my minimum. (laughs) So, um... I think you've always had a way harder time with things that I've given you. It's because you're... I don't think that your stuff is as all over the place as my stuff is that I've given you. Your things kind of stay more in certain lanes. So it's just like, well, here's another version of something I'm not into. <laughs> so I don't know. Are you ready for grindcore spider house punk? I don't know if that exists. I just rammed words together. I assumed you knew what you're talking about because I don't know what the specifications of any of those words mean when they tag on all these like different subgenres of. It gets pretty things. ridiculous. It's, like it's. Uh, way over my fucking head i don't like grindcore i like grind what is the difference i don't really know i don't know what makes something a core like hardcore i mean i know what softcore and hardcore mean in porn but i don't know what it means and 
So is metal is, is there penetration in the metal or is it just moody? If there's penetration in metal, I'm not seeing it. It's a lot of dudes, although there could be penetrating going on there. <laughs> it seems like that's where you'd get most of the penetration. Because, I mean, men and women have the same appendages. However, men have an extra one. They do? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Oh, wow. Look at that thing. Did you hear it hit the table? <laughs> I heard your pinky hit the table, so I guess it could have been the same thing. But yes, we, why are we talking about metal genres? Because there's a thousand of them, and because we listen to a metal we're album this week. Talking about how our differences in uh, the things that we like and don't like, and a lot of I think that the the main thing that this podcast focuses on is our differences. That we do usually, I mean, we find common ground. That's the whole point. You know, when you love and respect someone, you're not going to just completely rip the things that they like to shreds. Not at this point in my life, no. But you, know, you have in the past. It's definitely <laughs> for sure. It's just part of the reason why I decided to do this because I was always so afraid to play music that I liked around you unless it was something that I knew that you liked. And I'm still weird about that. I still definitely, and I think you do too, that we uh, like censor our... Extremes if we're in the same car, whatever. we don't go to the extremes? No. I'm never going to be like, do you do it- car ride, all right, Justin Timberlake, let's do this. <laughs> do you do it more out of, oh, no, he's going to make fun of me? Because I do it way more out of, I just, oh, no, I don't want to ruin her time. Uh, I think it's just trying to find common ground and making you comfortable. I'm, I, I'm, good idea. I'm caring about your feelings. <laughs> and it would be very uncomfortable for me to open myself up to you, as it usually often is. Because you, and the which, is why I, which is why I have to hit you so hard with things like, you're an inconsiderate <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and I still go, huh? Dirt? Hey, there's dirt on the ground. It's been 13 years of the same shit. And I even brought... Here's the 13 th- more. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're letting my physicalities slide, then I guess I should let your inability to be a clean person slide. Just don't make me get to, uh, what do they call it? Oh, fuck. It's that barn equipment. I was going to say, don't get the wheelbarrow size. Of my gut? Of just, yeah, so I don't have to wheelbarrow you around. I would never ask you to move me. <laughs> just be like, leave me here. Go get things for me. Go get things for me. <laughs> That's how all of those episodes are. Every single episode of my 600-pound life. Go away. There's shit on the floor is that like, Sam won't clean up. <laughs> is it like fast food or is it like good snacks? Good girl. Good girl. You're okay. You're a good girl. Is it like, go get me Cheetos or is it like, go get me McDonald's? It's all of that. And it's, oh, and it's all combined. And it's all of that because they always say, if he doesn't get it for me, I'm just going to order delivery myself. I can get to the door and huff and puff and sit down and eat the whole thing. How much? They, I, I they have, have a, to spend a lot of money on food, right? They do. They're always poor and they spend all their money on food. And I haven't watched. I stopped watching my 600 pound life a while ago. There was not a reason why. I think it's just monotonous after a while. I mean, it is the same thing over and over and over mm-hmm. again, right? But Dr. Now is still a sexy motherfucker. <laughs> you love Dr. Now. Mm-hmm. Do an impression of Dr. Now. Oh, my God. Um, let's see. 
I can't do a fucking impression of Dr. Now. <laughs> it might be kind of racist. Mashed potatoes, not protein. I don't know. The scale does not lie. People do. Where's Dr. Now from? He is uh, Iranian, and he is in Houston, Texas. He's an Iranian who hates fat people. He doesn't hate them. He helps them not be fat anymore. He encourages them, and he's like... I'm not going to pussyfoot around because I'm Dr. Now and I'll pussy, but I'm not pussyfooting. I'll stick my foot in a pussy, but I'm not pussyfooting around. All right. Yeah. So I took an I side with thing that I always take. What? I side with. It's a political party based website that okay. you like fill out. It has a bunch of questions and you fill it out and it kind of tells you like who uh, you line up with more politically and stuff. Okay. And as always, uh, I I am a Green Party person. I care about the environment. Well, but nobody's running that matters in the Green Party, right? I don't know. Because when it comes to who I should vote for president, because ba- it's like based on the percentage of what I agree with them on, someone named Howie Hankins or Hawkins. Oh, Howie Hawkins. Howie Hawkins, who's a Green Party person. Yeah. Apparently, I line up with him the most. Oh, yeah. How? You don't remember that speech he gave last year? You don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> you want to know what my percentage of lining up in agreeance with uh, Donald Trump is? Yes, I do. Can I take a guess? Yeah. Uh, 9%. No, that, that was a little low. Okay. But I didn't fill out all of the questions yet. So okay. I'm sure it'll be a lower percentage 32. once I finish. But no, it's 26. 97. 26? 26. I am not a Donald Trump person, apparently. 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 And uh, I'm 24% Republican is what I agree with them on. So I'm definitely a left-leaning lady. According to this phone application, or is it just a website? It's a website that's been around for a long time. I've used it for years. Is it the website they made us to use when I was in middle school or high school or whatever? No. And I matched with Hillary Clinton? I mean, it wasn't like a dating thing, if that's what you're talking about, because I know that you guys do line up pretty well when it comes to sexy stuff. What, Hillary Clinton and I? Yeah, you both love... Um, she doesn't return my calls. You you love... You're, you're big time child sex traffickers. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> <sighs> Beware, Facebook. It's out there. Beware of what? Oh, you haven't noticed the Save Our Children hashtag shit that's been crazy where it's people comparing sex trafficking to COVID. Like, you you shouldn't be caring about COVID because sex trafficking and Democrat pedophiles are such a huge problem. No, I agree. But it's just like a huge issue now. And and they say everything that Democrats do are for political gain. But this is absolutely that again. It saved the children. Why don't you care about the children? Saving children. Just like right before the last election, Donald Trump was like, abortion, abortion, abortion. And then people who I know said, I'm voting for the first time in my life for Donald Trump because abortion is bad. So it's all pandering. Both sides. Politics. And they're always like, (laughs) you do things and you're bad, but I'm good. And the other side's like, no, you do things. You're bad and I'm good. And they're all bad and they're all good. Why can't we all just get a bong? I don't know, but I think I'm running for president. Just now. I can still get in the race, right? No, Sam. What? Are you you running as a white nationalist? (laughs) Not based off of what I look like. I'm running as a 
white Samist. It's just all about me. There's yeah. nobody. Just not gaining anybody or anyone anything. It's just for me. So it's your life because your life is pretty much just all about you anyway. Yeah, I just want people to come over to the house every once in a while. And no, you not, don't. Yeah, I was gonna say, and then turn around and walk away. You don't want people around. Yeah, I right. am the one making f- plans with you're your right. friend to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> you are awful. I'm a horrible person. I didn't say you're a horrible person. I'm a horrible person. You just suck at a lot of things. I don't want to. I don't want to see people. <laughs> but you want people to vote for you being no, not just anymore. You. Because then I realized that I have to like talk to people a lot. Because <laughs> you want people to support you and yeah. just being you. And I think a lot of people wish that you were better. I guess all I want to do is eat donuts. Yeah, you're ruined. <laughs> all right. So, Sam, what did we listen to this week? And what are we going to oh, review man. for the people? For the 100th episode. This is the 100th episode. I didn't even think about it because we didn't do anything special. We're going to do something special for the 101. 101. But no, we're just here for the 100th episode. Hi. Thanks for being here, guys. <laughs> all right. That. What we listen to is an amazing concept album by the American Grind Core Death Metal Band. <laughs> Macabre. Does it say Grindcore? Yeah, it says Grindcore Death Metal Band Macabre. We listen to Dahmer. It's a 2000 album all about Jeffrey Dahmer. It came out in 2000. Yeah. Every song is about Jeffrey Dahmer. Because I, I knew that it, they had something specifically about him because... We did go to Milwaukee to a show of theirs, which I didn't go to the show. I just went with you. You just hung out in the hotel room mostly. Yeah, we'll talk about that later too. <laughs> um, I don't know what's coming up. I'm surprised you don't remember because uh, when I think of Macabre, I think about this situation, and it's not it's not pleasant. A great, good episode for it. <laughs> but we, uh, yeah, we did go up and like we looked at the address, which obviously it's not the same building. But like where Dahmer lived and stuff, and I yeah. took a picture of you I in made front of the area. Myself a little Dahmer tour that we went on. So I knew that it was like primarily Dahmer, but for some reason in my head, I thought that it, they maybe talked about other serial killers as well. But I do want to ask: Are all of the things that they say in this accurate? As far as I know, they're fairly accurate. So I mean, some of it isn't just for having things that like rhyme and to make a song. Maybe every once in a while, but this dude. Uh, fuck! I can't remember his name. <clears throat> he was pretty uh on the spot with all of his serial killer knowledge. Like, uh-huh. He made it pretty encyclopedic, from what I've been able to tell reading the lyrics and then looking it up myself. Well, and I'm a big fan of Norm Macdonald, as you know, and I will watch a lot of compilation videos on YouTube of yes. Norm Macdonald. And he talked about how, and this is only why I'm asking, because in this album, I hear a lot about like Jeffrey's head being bashed in and stuff like that yeah but according to norm mcdonald he was raped with a broom handle that's not true so that what that part wasn't true is, has that been like sensationalized in the news or was yeah, that just something that just he something, was saying no it's been sensationalized not necessarily in the news but people just heard Don, it just like became that amongst the circles because he was like a rapist yeah so they basically just wanted him raped at the end no from, I'm pretty sure he's correct because in the song he talks about he beat him with a bar that he got from the weight room. It okay. wasn't a broom at all. He just beat the shit out of two guys. Just because they knew who he was? Or because he do you think he was an asshole to people? I don't know why Christopher Scarver 
killed I, Jeffrey Dahmer. Maybe just because he knew what he did. And uh, wanted to be known as the person who killed him because he's probably in there for life anyway. And he did some pretty horrific things. So, <clears throat> who Dahmer? Yeah. So, well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, but that breaks a code even in jail. Because like, I know kids. that. Yeah, I know that people will get back, and especially people who do stuff to kids in prison a lot of the times. Chomos, they call them. They do, and uh, but I didn't know if he because he seemed like a normal person. Like if you would see him talk, like he just looked like a weird kind of nerdy looking guy do you think that he was like weird and confrontational to people or do you think people were just like i'm i'm gonna get that motherfucker oh in jail yeah uh i think he probably kept to himself because he found religion and he was trying to like lead a simple life before he was okay so he just had a fucking target on his back yeah i think so and then i think the christopher scarver dude he was already doing life (laughs) could be completely wrong about that but that happens why not just uh we're going to be in here. Don't they this just, guy was a piece of shit. I'm going to kill him, too. I mean, at least I know from a lot of jail-type shows that I've watched in the past, it seems like people who know that they have nothing else that they can lose, they're going to die there. Nothing matters anymore. Why not kill this guy? He's in my way. Yeah, it's not going to make anything worse for them unless they get put in solitary confinement, which is insane. But uh, <laughs> Yeah, it looks no fun at all. Especially for people who are like two years in solitary confinement. Yeah, that's crazy. Like that. That's like a. That's abuse. That's torture. That's not okay. So let's like uh, let's get into this uh, long ass fucking album. It's not long. You just think it's long because you don't like it. There are twenty six tracks. Yeah, but it's not long. Here we go. We're starting off with Dog Guts, the very first song I heard by Macabre. It's gonna take a little bit to get into it because it's got like a fucking intro. Silent intro. <laughs> Grindcore. I'm gonna look up what is the definition of grindcore. Blast beats. Uh, high, fast, double pedal. Crunching vocals. Crunching vocals. Grindcore is an extreme fusion genre of heavy metal and hardcore punk that originated in the mid '80s, drawing inspiration from abrasive-sounding musical styles such as thrashcore, crust punk hardcore punk, extreme metal, and industrial. Industrial makes sense to me. Oh, I think this it, band? Yeah, I think they do kind of have a little bit of an industrial sound, like like the tones, and I hate their drums. Of the way they sound? <laughs> yeah. I don't like the style, and I hate the way they sound. I hate the way they sound more, I think, because they just sound really like it sounds completely electronic to me. Really? Not this, that last shit. This, like, right here, you think it sounds electronic? No. That's what I just said. Yeah, but I was confused because the drums sound exactly the same. No, they didn't. I don't... I mean, he might be, he might be playing trigger drums, but he's... He's a fucking machine. Can't help it the robot sounds like a robot. This man is a machine. His name's Dennis the Menace. You don't... Is it the tones mostly, or is it just once again the way death metal Not drums this, are? The way that it started. Yeah, but do you hate this as well? This is more just it's not my style. I'm interested. I don't know what sound you were talking about because I think it's all just the same. No, it was in the very beginning. At the end of it, I'm gonna listen to the beginning again. But this is the first song I ever heard by Macabre. And it hooked me. I was like, oh, he's saying dog guts. How did you even, like, come across Macabre? Kent Hiltz. We oh. went to the Motorhead show. 
where I drank a lot of whiskey and Adam drank the whiskey off the side of the road. Ew! <laughs> I told that, right? I don't know. Or just picked up a bag you found on the side of the road that had a bottle of whiskey in it. And he drank from it and put it back and everybody in line was like, Aah! Oh, I do remember. <laughs> okay. But it was the same night. We were all drinking back at the hotel afterwards and uh, Kent Hills brought up Macabre. I was like, what? And he's like, you never heard Macabre? And then he played it for me. I was like, listen to his voice. So, yo, what's your opinion on his voice? <laughs> you love it, right? Because you'll do I, it. I do love it, but I... Jesus Christ, this thing blown out on me. I do love it, but it's... I understand it's completely ridiculous. I think that... I feel the way about his... the What he does with his voice... The way people feel about Mariah Carey doing the high thing. Oh, like he's doing it as a, like a gimmick? He, if it would be better if he didn't put it in every goddamn fucking song. I think our dog is dying. Well yeah. She has tumors all over her. You're you're tumor ridden, bitch. <laughs> you're root. <laughs> no, that's that's the life cycle of a lab. That's interesting that you think it's like I'm not like the gimmicky thing to the voice. Like you think it'd be more uh, impactful. I think it was. needs to happen less. Yeah, that's just. I think he does. I think he does that for a few reasons. One, just because he can, and two, you get a break from going. Oh, goods, oh, goods. Yeah. So you're kind of get a break from not gragalizing your I throat. I don't think he's doing he's taking breaks from anything if he if at least 50% yeah. of the time he's doing that. Go away. Yeah, I was thinking more live. I've seen these guys like four or five times. And it's funny that we traveled to Milwaukee because it was like the closest show I could find. And then uh, after that I played. I opened for him like twice I think. Really? Yeah. How? With whom? Just that shitty little bars. They play shitty little bars. <clears throat> In Fort Wayne. Yeah, so you went to that show and I stayed back at the hotel. And this is back in the day when we used to look at each other's phones secretly. And I haven't done that in fucking years. <laughs> you don't remember that you gave your phone to a girl and that she put something <laughs> in your phone? I remember this story, but I don't remember it happening. Yeah, it was like it was like a website to her uh like sexy pictures or whatever. And you were, and as usual, you're like, I didn't know what's going on. I didn't know she put that there. I didn't even realize that. I just gave her my phone. I was talking to all sorts of people. I was making contacts all night. With bitches? Ba-bam, ba-bam, ba-bam. Yeah, it, let's just say it, it wasn't a pretty thing. <laughs> That's another reason why I just don't look at his phone anymore. <laughs> but there's nothing to be seen. Well, yeah, because you're a pussy. <laughs> Just kidding. That is not how I would feel if you cheated on me. <laughs> finally, he's not a pussy about things. Yeah, he finally manned the fuck up. <laughs> I do think that's a uh, one of the many facets to choosing not to cheat, but one of them is, like, how do you even get the balls to, like, be like, hey, here's the... I'm making that move outside of my marriage. Like that seems like such a terrifying choice to make, even at the very beginning of the process of cheating. It's a lot of work. That I, I mean, I'm a lazy <laughs> son of a bitch. It's a lot of work. I would never even. Plus, I've just never done it, and I've been cheated on, and it's uh, a really horrible thing. 
to go through. So it's just not for me. Yeah, I assume so. I don't think I've ever been cheated on. I'm sure Unless you haven't. they were master cheaters. No. Girls fawn over you, Sam. Yeah. Girls love you. You've never really been a, a single. <laughs> Girls like a temper. No, they don't. Oh, yeah, they do. When you punch a wall in the drywall or a hole in the drywall. I mean, I guess some women like to uh, bring it up for years and years and stuff, even after they've <laughs> forgiven them and been, been like, Haha, remember that time you choked me? <laughs> I don't remember that time. So uh, I was being I was talking about someone specifically. <laughs> Let's not say that name. I'm not going through anything else. I'm listening to the beginning of Dog Gets again because I want to know what you're talking about with this. Yeah, it was the very song. beginning. Oh god, that's here we go. That's gonna fucking take a while again. It's okay, Sam. We have time. <sighs> I'm pissed. I think it's it's the brrrr sound. The thing goes brrrr. <laughs> there are like two different drum sounds happening. Like all that. Yeah. They might be triggered drums so that. Because there's obviously like a live drum set sound, but then there's a little something that's happening that I hear that to me, it sounds more muffled and it sounds more like produced. And it's like, I hate, I hate, hate that. I don't know what it is about that fucking like drum roll. That always, that always happens with a blast beat type shit. I don't like it. It really. And I, because one of the things that I really listen to other than vocals and lyrics is the percussion. The percussion has always been something that I'm drawn to. So I just don't like that sound. But I, I mean, the, the other drums sound fine. I have nothing bad to say about that. It's just that. I don't know. I'm spitting all over the place. <laughs> this is bad. Let's just go to the next right, song. We have go a lot of songs to get through. Hitchhiker. This album does go in chronological order of Dahmer events. So you can kind of learn the whole history and story of Jeffrey Dahmer by so, listening to this. So why do you think some people pronounce it macabre? I don't know. I heard macabre the other day, too. I, I, I got a plug macabre. Macabre. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm fine with people saying macabre, though, because it makes me laugh. So why do you think they... they chose to do this concept album just because he was a big fan, the lead singer? I mean, the lead singer is obsessed with serial killers. He, uh, he was in correspondence with at least John Wayne Gacy there for a little bit. So he oh. was actually talking to... I think I remember you telling me that in the past. That's so weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Like, I just have nothing to say because I, I mean, I do appreciate human like getting to the you know nitty-gritty of <laughs> human behavior and like why people do horrific things but i don't know if i i don't think i would know what to say uh, yeah it's weird to me too though i'm gonna become sort of friends with this dude on the inside that i know did horrific things yeah i don't know i just try to not be connected to people who murder and <laughs> rape people or actually yeah. uh yeah, it would be murder and rape. 
right? Because yeah. he was more of a rape after they're dead type guy, Who, right? Jeffrey? Yeah. Yes, Jeffrey. I didn't know if we were talking about him or John Wayne Gacy. Jeffrey? John, uh, John Wayne Gacy was worse, right? I mean, they were both pretty bad. Is there not like a ranking, like a ranking of <laughs> how bad serial killers are? I'm sure there is. Albert Fish was like, bad. Oh, he was horrifying. Wasn't he the worst, actually? He's one of the worst, yeah. I mean, that guy... Albert Fish killed, like, little kids. Like, little, little kids. Not just teenagers. Did he do sexual things to their bodies? Yeah. Oh, no. He did everything. He stuck pins in his own body just to feel pain. He's fucked up. But anyway, he wrote this album because... <laughs> Well, you said you think it was because he really liked. Yeah. It's just funny that we got to Albert Fish, who's such a horrifying Well, I mean, this is about fucking serial killing. Yeah. And uh, they do have a song on another album called Albert Was Worse Than Any Fish in the Sea. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it seems like if they're going to do multiple albums, then it's something that the band shares an interest in. Um, or was that yeah. guy just more the leader? I, I don't want to speak for them, but I feel like he's more the leader, and he's like the visionary of where they're going to go artistic-wise, and he's just an encyclopedic guy of death, basically. His name's Corporate Death, is what he calls himself. Oh, that's right. You seen it on that picture that they signed for me? I mean, you used... I feel like you used to listen to Macabre more regularly, and you used to talk about them more, because I don't remember how you obtained this, but you do have that, yeah, that record... It's just in like a clear packaging, so you can like see it. Isn't it colored on yeah, one side? Yeah, it's like red. Okay, like red blood splatter or something like that. But oh, excuse me, <laughs> but but I was a way bigger fan of Macabre then than I am now. Like it's, I still really like this album, but mm-hmm. I did kind of lose the obsession, mm-hmm. which I think was when you actually meet them and hang out with them, you kind of like demystify. I'm not saying they were assholes or anything. I'm just saying it's like I kind of turned them into normal into normal dudes, and then I was just all of a sudden like, eh. Weren't they kind of detached though? Like they weren't super. Uh, uh, what's the word? It didn't seem like Sociable. they were getting along with their getting along with their manager. They were fine to us. Oh, okay. I thought they were just kind of more no. to themselves. We hung out with them separately. I smoked pot with a couple of them. Does corporate death smoke? I don't remember if he was one of them. Speaking of smoking, we went up to Michigan. Yes, we did. And it was fun. It was a short trip, but we're thinking about uh, moving there because it's affordable and it's uh, legal. Absolutely. So just got to find the right fucking place. But man. And we got to get somebody to give us money. Michigan roads (laughs) suck, though. Oh, God. That was was rough. Yeah. Well, that's one thing that I didn't like about. That was like the only thing that I really complained about. I did like the guy walking down the sidewalk who looked like he was sleepwalking. But uh, we we decided against that living in that sort of neighborhood. <laughs> I, that's the only neighborhood for me. I want adventures. <laughs> uh, I don't want those sort of adventures. I don't want someone sleepwalking into the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, this isn't my room. I'm gi- Excuse me. I feel like I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt by saying that he was sleepwalking. <laughs> By the way, he was zombified. He was definitely zombified in one way or another. But it was also like ten o'clock in the morning, so he could have been sleepwalking. I guess. I'm just gonna say that the guy was 
on his way to work, and he was catching some Z's Didn't he, like, on the way. Not have a shirt on though. Yeah, he works as a shirtless guy. <laughs> <laughs> he stands in a. Maybe he works at a car wash, and he rubs his titties. That works too. I was gonna say he's a mannequin at a clothes store. Oh, but, he's like, dress me. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't want to have to take all of his clothes there and then carry them all the way back. Come on now, leave a shirt behind. Carry on my wayward shirt. You want to play the next song? Yeah, let's go on to In the <laughs> Army Now, which is the first song to feature, I think. Polly Shore? No, but yeah, he was in that movie. With Andy Dick? But I'm saying this is like the first blatant, they just like took a well-known song. Yeah, that happens a, a good handful yeah. of times in this so now. This is in the army handful. now. Yeah, this is all correct to Jeffrey's life. Like, I read the Jeffrey Dahmer book after this, and it was all... Okay. Like, I kind of already knew it because of this album. Jeffrey joined the army. That they awful synthesizer thing. You hear that? Of course I can. It's really goofy. It makes it like this nursery rhyme kind of thing. Yeah, I like his scream, his just regular voice better than when he does that. When Jeffrey was a boy, <laughs> or whatever, I can't do it. It's really screechy. It's very screechy. But it's not like Dustin Diamond screechy, where he what, what is that poop mustache called? Poop mustache. <laughs> Wasn't that like when someone sticks your, their finger in your ass and then rubs it? Oh, oh, fuck, what is that? Dirty Sanchez? Yeah, Dirty okay. Sanchez. <laughs> People are weird. Because he used to be really into serial killers as well. Who? You. Yeah, I'm not so much down a little bit? I feel like I'm yelling. I'm not Thank so you. much anymore. Well, I, yeah, but you used to really be into it. Yeah, I still got a lot of books. Because I know early on you were really into it, and I was—I thought it was unusual because I've never liked true crime stuff. I, I just never was into that sort of thing, and I always thought it was weird that you were into serial killers. And then... Uh, <laughs> but now... Now I'm a total true crime person. And I, I think it was... I, I hate to say it, I may have said it before, but I think it's because of Making a Murderer on Netflix. Oh, what was that guy's name that was in that? Fuck. Stephen Avery. Stephen Avery. And Brandon Dassey. Ah, old Brandon. Gave me a sec. I I needed a second to get it back, but yeah. Are they doing a third season of that show? I mean, I I thought that by ordering, by hiring that attorney... that the one who talks yeah. like she's had a stroke or something. She was in the second season, right? Yeah, I thought she was supposed to be able to get something done, but it seems like absolutely nothing has happened. Because Brendan Dassey was supposed to be released, and then they put the kibosh on that. Kibosh of sausage. Uh-huh. <laughs> you didn't like that? Kibosh of sausage? You're saying something different every time, so... Kibosh <laughs> sausage? Something that sounds the same? Oh, my God. Yeah, it's good. Sorry, I just I, I immediately thought of this video that I saw earlier on Facebook or something, and it was of like, why is my daughter twice the weight that she could be because she's so young? And talked about how she like found her, like the daughter like got in the freezer and was eating her all sausage. Well, oh, <laughs> when you she was, was eating uncooked sausage. Uh huh. But mm. it turned. They did some tests, and it turns out that there was something in her that like. 
her body wasn't working right to burn calories. So there was like an actual gene issue. That made her eat raw sausage? Uh, no, it just, she constantly feels ravenous. Like she feels all the time how we would feel if we were like th- starving for three days. So her mom was constantly fighting her because her daughter was just always trying to eat everything that she possibly could. And she was like... She sounds like a zombie. Well, I mean, I guess if she's eating raw sausage out of a freezer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm How just, can you be that hungry? Just cook the sausage. She was like four years old. Oh, I was thinking like a 15-year-old girl running around like sausage. No, okay. like a young child. So yeah, huh. her mom was like, what is wrong with my kid? Like, there has to be a reason why my daughter acts like I'm starving her. And she's, like, twice the size as she should be. Huh. But yeah, people can just have just, issues where their body just doesn't burn calories right. Just wake up and you go up to your kitchen and your kid's just standing there dumping raw sausage in its mouth. In its mouth? <laughs> yes, the it, thing, its mouth. <laughs> the thing putting raw sausage in its mouth. All right, let's move on to the grandmother's house. Let's do it. It's another one of these songs. So do any of your friends know anything about this band? Do any of your friends listen to this band? Not really. Just you and Kent who told you about it? When you said Hilt, I was surprised. Even though I now remember that he liked them as well, but for some reason I assumed it could have been Goldsmith, but he... It almost seems like too goofy metal for him. Like, he takes his metal more seriously. I think that's another reason why I like it, because it's so stupid. It's like, it's not all doom and gloom, even though it's about murders the whole time. But it's got, like, this upbeat to it even when it's just doing strict metal and it's not ripping off some song like this yeah it's still got like a upbeat sound to it instead of like an evil sound to it more like those beautiful blast beats happening in the background oh fucking dennis the menace is on it the whole time do i sound like incredibly muffled to you because i can't really hear myself at all no music might be loud no i just i can't really hear myself i can hear much clearer than I am to myself, and I don't know why. Maybe because I just have a more monotone uh, tone? Yeah, monotone tone. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. You sound fine to me. I don't know. Maybe we both sound muffled to me. We both sound like our mouth is in muff. It'll get fixed on there. So, yeah, well, this episode's a little, 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 little late. We haven't really felt like doing it because we've been busy. <laughs> we were in Michigan. A lot of driving, a lot of sleepiness. Just wanted to sleep. Yeah. So you're still getting it on Wednesday. Yeah, you'll get it just later in the day. Suck it up, punks. So when you're listening to this, were you listening to the story or could you even tell what anything is being said? I mean, that's why I asked about the accuracy because... I was listening to all of it. So you can understand what they're saying? Most of the time. Not always, though. They don't go into, like, super... No, that's all pretty clear, I think. Because it's not like... It seems like a cartoon death metal voice to me. It's like... Instead of like... Yeah. Yeah. It's more like they're doing a character's voice. It's... 
Yeah. And then all of this stuff. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah. I don't think there's enough. When Jeffrey was a boy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it just, I felt like there was more of it. I felt like it was in almost every song. It definitely treats it as a, uh, but I guess a treat. listening to it again, I, I'm not getting that thing. You got really dirty fingernails. Always. You need to take a bath. Most of the time. Yeah. You, how many days has it been since you bathed? Uh, Twelve. That's not true. Seriously, <laughs> though, it's been like three or four days, right? Three, I think. Yeah, that's gross. All right, let's listen to the next song. All right, let's move on to Blood Bank. It's, this album is hilarious because they just take the topic of, eh, well, Jeff worked at a blood bank once. Hey, so dude, let's talk about that. He does. I feel like he repeats a lot of the same stuff. Not always, but there are a lot of topics and things that are repeated. And if it's already been done, but they just want to do it with, like, a different, uh, you know, melody. And a different melody with a different music in the background. I mean, but it's only, like, a 30-second track. I just don't understand the point. That's all I'm This is two minutes. I'm not talking about this song okay. in particular. I'm just saying I've noticed that there is some repetition because they just want to talk about Dahmer. Yeah, they're just stretching it out to get an album's length worth of songs. Seems like there's quite a few songs in here that might have been the main songs. And then they went, well, if we need something in between there. Uh, hey, Jeff worked at a blood bank, right? Yeah, right, a song called Blood Bank. All right, here's the lyrics. Blood bank, blood bank, blood bank. Blood bank, blood bank, yeah. <laughs> it seems like these. I still like the song. I like the drumming, though. You don't like the sound, but I just do the drumming. This guy's a fucking beast. He's very out of time a lot of the time. But. I think that the drums sound really more like punk. Yeah. Like how it talks about the grindcore is like a mix of punk and metal. I think the drums are definitely more punk. Yeah. Like that part. It's like a classic punk pickup beat instead of a death but, metal. But when the blast beats are added, Michelle is not a fan. <laughs> but I don't think they sound bad Like when it's not like that. They do definitely sound more... Um, I wouldn't even say industrial because I think the guitars, whatever, have more of like an industrial sound. I think that the the drums sound more raw most of the time. I like it about that. I just think it's an interesting mix. But is there like what other bands are considered grindcore? Uh, you listen to Napalm Death. That would have been grindcore. I can't make that comparison. But this is also like much goofier. I, I think I would have ever called this grindcore. I would call. I don't even know what to. This is called murder metal. That's what it is. But that's just this album, though, because they've done other sounding albums, right? Or does it all sound pretty much like this? It all sounds like this with varying levels of uh, production quality. So do they usually do the thing where they do covers or like whatever of like when Johnny comes marching home? And I think it's a lot more thick on this album than the other album. So I didn't. Okay, I'm familiar with does. I, I assumed it was something that is more specific to this album than over the span of everything that they do yeah i don't remember them being heavy on we're taking to grandmother's old country house we go. themes and shoving them into this i don't remember being like that on another album all right let's move on to exposure 
is about Jeffrey getting arrested for uh, pulling his putt. We got to love an album where they said pulling the putt. In public? He was a public putt puller? Yeah. Say that. He got some public putt puller. Yeah, that's fun. Public putt puller. Public putt puller. Public putt puller. Public putt puller. And what were you going to say? I don't remember. Macabre rules. <laughs> it wasn't about Jeffrey Dahmer pulling his putt in public. I think he showed his wiener to some kids, too. He was not a good dude. Well, I didn't think so, based See, on... When I was into serial killers, I remember almost thinking, like, these guys are cool. And then I had a transition. Not like, oh, it's cool what they did, but I still, like, idolized them a little bit in, like, a creepy way. Yeah, and that's that was what I was against. And not idolize, like, oh, they did such cool, like, great things. Just, like, they're an ultimate villain. Okay. And when you have a disconnect with reality... So like the, uh, what am I trying to say here? When you don't necessarily think of real victims when you read these stories, and then when the switch flips empathy? and you suddenly do, Will you're like, you gain empathy? oh, I don't really know if I want a picture of this guy up in my wall anymore. <laughs> Holy shit. I know you do have a Dahmer shirt, but it's funny. Yeah. Uh, Corpuside made a Ted Bundy shirt, so it's not like we weren't. But I know... Kent used to be interested in serial killers and stuff too, right? I would suppose he still is. Yeah, I guess. But I, and I still am to an extent. I just I could I read them now and I'm actually more like, oh Jesus Christ, that's fuck, that's horrific. Yeah. Whereas before I was just reading them like facts. Yeah, this happened. Oh yeah, when I watch those true crime videos and stuff, my mouth usually drops open and I'm just like, what? <laughs> so yeah, people are insane. People are cutting people's heads off. I'm, I'm just saying that I, I definitely am someone who reacts to the stuff. I don't just read it as words on paper. And I think uh, like documentaries and stuff, I think they pull you in easier because uh-huh. they put the, you know, empathetic music and the spooky music along with it. So when you're literally just reading a book, it can feel very like uh So you can put your own like dun 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 Yeah, that's how I background. gain empathy now so as I read books. <laughs> I just go dun 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 Come on, keep going. Dun dun Good job, Michelle. Dun dun What the fuck am I supposed to do? So when you're gonna get on my mouth symphony. I'll get on your dick symphony. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on because we got a lot of songs to listen to. Ambassador Hotel. This is a song about a hotel that Jeffrey took a guy to. He killed the guy and he woke up and he took him out. Are you already bored with this? Um, Not necessarily, but I do do think it's just like, here's fact after this. Here's this. Here's this. That's why I feel like it's odd that there are so many tracks because... Are there really even 26 different facts about Jeffrey Dahmer? No. <laughs> because because we just hear about how he killed people in every song. So it's like the same shit over and over again. Yeah. But this one's, this one's crazy. Jeff doesn't even know what happened. He just woke up and the guy was dead. And he was like, yeah, I probably did kill him. Well, for sure. <laughs> it's all checking out. I was here, and he is dead, so might have picked up. 
No, probably not. Uh, this is the hotel. It was right across the street from the place we, or that I saw that in Milwaukee. The Ambassador Hotel was right across the street. Why did you say what, where you saw? Because you didn't see Macabre. Oh, okay. That's what you mean. That's also where we were walking down the street and some guy asked to use your cell phone and you said no and he got really shitty with you. Yep. I don't remember what he said, though. I don't either. It was dumb. I just know he was angry with me because I wasn't going to let him use my phone. But fuck that. That guy did not seem trustworthy. He's not letting anybody use my phone. I wouldn't either. Fuck off, people. And now you can be like, no. I'm not helpful. You can be like, no, disease, and run away. <laughs> You're diseased. Sorry, sir. I wouldn't be doing my service of stopping the spread of COVID if I was allowing you to use my phone. And frankly, I'm offended. Yes. Can you do a good? Can you do that very well? You, but you probably can. I can't do it. He just, it's, it's, for him, it's a really much of a smoother transition than it is for me. He's the master of it. It's hilarious to me that it exists because Death Metal is supposed to be like, we're cool. Let's do our book. Yeah, we're tough. That's and that then he's just like, I get. it's not even like a nice high metal, like sing, you know, like Dio or somebody where they're like, Oh, yeah. This is literally just like... When I scream in the floor. <laughs> it's like he's trying to be a banshee. I read somewhere and he's like, I perfected that technique while I was being chased by my brothers as a young child. <laughs> so he was being chased as a boy and was like... Leave me alone! Mom! I'm losing my voice because of doing this fucking voice. <laughs> Bum, bum, bum. Bum, 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 bum. Oh, it's coming down. I like this part a lot. They recorded this album super fast. It was only like 18 days. It makes sense. Most of the songs are pretty short and simple. This one is one of the longer ones for sure. Short and simple, and I think they were playing a lot, and they were just ready to go. Or just fucking lay it down. Mm-hmm. I think that was the cool. longest song, actually. Ambassador Hotel? Yeah. Right. Looks like it. Well, yeah. Let's go on to How About Some Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> how about some coffee, huh? Yeah. Hey, honey, how about some coffee? Oh, well, this song oh, is about, uh, you know, Jeffrey giving sleeping stuff to people in coffees or beers. Then he fucks you pretty much. Oh, like in his apartment already? Because I was thinking, I how think do you this drug was in his grandma's in house. Yeah, no, get him to come over at his grandma's house. Oh, so that's why they use that "To Grandmother's House We Go" song. Well, that makes sense. That actually makes sense. Yeah, they sent Jeffrey was getting into trouble, so they sent him to his grandma's house to live there. Which is what "To Grandma's House We Go" is all about. Because they were gonna keep an eye on him and help him. You know, become an upstanding citizen. He ends up killing a couple dudes in her basement. 
So was the grandma aware of anything? Not that there were people dying. No. But she, I mean, she didn't notice that people came in and didn't leave? I don't think she did. She was compliant. That's what you're getting at, huh? <laughs> no. Granny didn't know what was going on. Did Granny just trust old Jeffrey? Although, although I think there is a story of her opening the door and seeing like, him butt-fucking some dude. Yeah, but that's not deadly. Jeff made it deadly. I mean, yeah, but the butt sex wasn't. So was he gay? Or was yes. Okay, he was actually gay. I didn't know if he was just, like, sodomizing people out of, like, weirdness or hatred or... A power move, as you could say? Yeah. Nope, he was gay. He used to frequent gay bars. So that, yeah, so that wouldn't have necessarily been odd to her. It just would have been inappropriate to her. Yeah, inappropriate. I don't think Grandma wants that going on in her basement. There might... I mean, but she wants him to find love, though, right? Come on, Granny. Yeah, but I don't think she wants to find love on her basement floor. <clears throat> I mean, who cares, right? She's dead, too. Granny's not still yeah, alive. you're right. Granny's not alive. I don't know who of the Dahmer clan is still alive. I didn't I want to know what research. Granny took to the grave with her. <clears throat> A whole lot I, I of regret. Want, I wonder if Granny knew a little more than she says that she did. Just to cover up for her boy. I don't know, but here's a song about Jeffrey going to bathhouses. I mean, there's a song that happens later, which I guess we'll get to when we get to it, but it just makes me wonder what she knew. So what's the bathhouse? Bathhouse? It's like a thing in the 80s for gay men. I'm a stupid white woman. What is a bathhouse? I think it was commonly a place where dudes sucked each other off. Okay, so yeah, like a sauna. That makes sense. A gay bathhouse, also known as a gay sauna or a gay steam bath. The commercial space for men to have sex with other men. Okay. So Jeff would go there and he'd drug some dudes there and he ended up taking them back to places. How often do you think people uh, passed out from already sweating in a sauna and then having sex in a sauna? Or do you think they just met at the sauna? Because it sounds like they were fucking there. I think you fuck there, then you go back to your normal life. Bathhouses, I thought, were always more like... Uh, I'm pretending to have a wife. Kind of gay dude. But this is my on-the-side stuff. Like, that's where... Uh, oral from Moral Oral's dad. He went to bathhouses. Who? Moral Oral's Moral Oral. dad. <laughs> so, it says here that they're definitely legal... Legal? They're legal because it's membership only and it's just it's adults who seek it and there's no like, there's no, like prostitution. Yeah, there's just it explicitly prohibited prohibit prostitution and they ban known prostitutes. It's just to go and fuck. It's just a fuck space. Suck space. I said ah. fuck space. It's a sweat and fuck space. Alright. Sweat space. I feel like we can do one more song and then take a break. Okay. And then we can come back and finish this. Let's do Jeffrey Dahmer and the Chocolate Factory. Here we go. Oh, God. We're getting an extra flute. <laughs> Did this, when the song came on, were you like, what the fuck? What do you mean? 
Because they're just using the chocolate factory thing out of nowhere. Yeah, but I've, I've heard these songs from you before. Oh, okay. I don't enjoy this, though. I think they did a good job of making it their own. I just think it's weird. Like, I didn't enjoy when Primus did yeah. the Willy Wonka thing. I don't, I, just, I don't know. I just don't really like the mix. It's like you can't make musical mu- songs cool. Yeah, you can. You talk about making Jeffrey Dahmer eat men from gay bars. That's how you make it cool. Did mm. you think that was cool just now? You're telling me this whole time you haven't thought it was cool. I don't think you want my opinions, even though that's what I'm here to do. But I'll tell you, I don't think it's cool. <laughs> you want to take a break? I do. Use the bathroom. Yeah. I've got to pee. I might have to do something out the other end right. so you can go first. It's been a weekend for you. It's a week. Yeah. It's been a whole week for you of poop. It's good to poop. It's a healthy thing to do. It's just not good when it burns your asshole when it comes out. <laughs> Jalapeno poppers. We'll be back. Break time. This episode of Couple of Critics Podcast is brought to you by... I'm paying for a spicy chicken sandwich. Everything I eat turns into lava. I'm paying for a spicy chicken sandwich. My asshole burns. I'm a lava mama. I paid once for a spicy chicken sandwich. I ate it for lunch and it was delicious. I paid twice for a spicy chicken sandwich. The burn marks on my asshole look suspicious. I paid once for a spicy chicken sandwich. I took my taste buds on an expedition. I paid twice for a spicy chicken sandwich. Set up and knocked out like an anal demolition. Get yourself a spicy chicken sandwich from anywhere that sells them. What is happening? <laughs> Just sit back and listen, baby. But who is this macabre? Yeah, this is macabre doing <laughs> Black Sabbath. Is it just a cover or is that something else? It's a cover of Behind the Wall of Sleep. Okay, I didn't know if they were like changing the words though. No, I think they're just doing the actual song. I just think he sounds funny in that. For sure. Is that he trying to put on a weird voice to like sound like Ozzy? I don't know. I don't know if that's just the only way you can hit notes. (laughs) Well, we're back. We're back from the break. Mm-hmm. I took a pee and Michelle took a poop. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I love spicy chicken sandwiches, but... <sighs> they make spicy chicken anuses? They burn when they come out. My body is just doesn't handle things well anymore. You're going to have to change your diet. So will you. I'm not pooping fire. I'm fine. <laughs> You are not fine. <laughs> I got a lot of polyps. <laughs> I've had polyps before. I'm a mess inside. And on the outside, Jesus Christ. <laughs> if someone wants to come over and murder me, I mean, I won't tell anyone. Come on over. 
Kill Michelle. Come on over, baby. Come, Come on and over kill me. Come on over and kill, kill me. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's just going to think you did it anyway, Sam. What? You're always the first suspect. That's bullshit. That bullshit. That's bullshit. All right. Let's get back into this. I'm pissed off. Oh, no, you're not. You're pissed I don't on. What if you get murdered and I go to you. jail for your murder and I didn't do the murder? That happens to people, <sighs> Sam. It's called injustice in the justice system so i guess i should just kill you and that way if i do go to jail for your murder then at least i did it i mean if that's how you want to live your life i guess oh shit i just admitted to murder you haven't done it yet i'm still here my asshole's murdered (laughs) that's no longer alive there's been a butthole slaughtering let's go on just kidding it's still living and breathing listen in (laughs) hello i'm michelle butthole i'm in jail all right, let's go on. Department 213. This is a song about that. We went to the... This sounds punky. Brewstery. Punky Brewstery. We went to the uh, location where the, ho- or the apartment complex was that he lived in. Yeah. That he did a lot of his murder in. Him. So that's not when he lived with his grandmother? Or that is when he lived with his grandmother? It uh, was not. He eventually got his own apartment. So he didn't always live with grandma. No. When he wanted to, like, kill, he was like, I got to move out. He eventually decided, I need to go to a lot of gay bars, and I got to kidnap people, and I got to cut them into pieces, have some sex with some of those pieces. Uh, (laughs) What a good guy. One of the best. (laughs) He's clearly known for being good people. I mean, he found Jesus at the end of his life, so I, he should be good to go. I think he invented Live, Laugh, Love. Yeah, that's rumor, but, you know, pretty solid rumor. A salad rumor? A salad rumor. Just like a serial killer? I hear there's going to be little cherry tomatoes. The salad rumor. <laughs> I like the way you're looking at him. I don't think you do. It doesn't feel good. <laughs> So yeah, Jeffrey lived in an apartment. That's what this song's about. He lived in an apartment. <laughs> an apartment. Apartment. Isn't that how Does people talk here? up there? Apartment. I think they talk like this. Hello. In Wisconsin. Hello. We're Hello. from Wisconsin. How about you too? Would you like some cheese? Yeah, but I shouldn't be eating as much <laughs> cheese as I do because it it ruins it. It ruins me. Listen to that. Do you remember... uh, That's the most interesting guitar I've heard so far. It sounds almost like proggy right now. A little bit. I just hear macabre. Like, like I have this barrier where I can't say what they sound like. It's like when I try to describe guar. Guar is just guar to me. Macabre is just macabre to me. I think the guar thing makes sense. Because I definitely don't know anyone else like... Guar, but <clears throat> does macabre really are they that like do they stand out that much as being their own thing they don't yeah. sound like anyone else i understand no one else does that i mean i don't know anybody else that does that so yeah it's that macabre sound that everyone's looking for on the radio <laughs> you never just sit around looking and go, for the macabre on the radio sound. yeah i think everclear did a song like that you can hear the music on the Mukab radio. Fucking yeah. Everclear. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say? I don't remember. That you love art from Everclear. Yes. And that you also love to drink Everclear because you are a white trashman. We got to get through this album, so I'm just going to let things kind of play. There's a lot left. I know. I know. When you're writing minute and 38 second long songs about buying a drill. They're so heavy and fast that I feel like maybe that's why it feels long to me. Because I just feel exhausted by it. Because every song, not every song, but a lot of songs are just like, I'm going heavy. Oh, yeah. The drummer's basically got one speed. Drill yeah, I love that part. Drill bit. What to me? Yeah, they're their own thing. They're murder metal. They literally call themselves murder metal. They're not death metal. They're not grindcore. They're murder metal. Is that them just trying to invent their own sound? Yes. Though? <laughs> so no one else would fit into this category. I mean, it's the umbrella of death metal. Do they only really talk about murder? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can't. All the other albums aren't about one person. Though. This is like the grand opus about one person that they thought was extra crazy. So they're they all were about all... murder, though. Every song? Every album. Oh, yeah. Like, they're, they're about serial killers. Oh, so that's just what they do. I yeah. thought this was a special concept thing. No. Murder metal is their thing. <laughs> Oh, well, I mean, because it's considered a concept album just because it's about Dahmer, yeah. but I thought it was concept because it's about murderers, but I didn't know that that's, like, all they did. <laughs> yeah, that's basically all they do. Do you listen to more albums than this one? Yeah, I listen to uh, Sinister Slaughter. You know that picture, that shirt I have? It looks like the... Yeah, like the Beatles. The Beatles cover. That's the album Sinister Slaughter, where they cover... Each song gets its own individual. They didn't... It's not like this album Dahmer's the only album where they chose one person and wrote a shit ton of songs about which by the way I'm just gonna move on to Jeffrey Dahmer Blues so did he used to actually drill into people's brains he tried this method where he drilled into a brain to drip some sort of acid I can't remember what kind to turn him into like a sex zombie was he inspired by anyone uh, yeah, the old sex zombie tradesman of the Uganda. I didn't know if he, like, looked up to someone, like, in the past, know. but, like, tortured people. I don't think so. I think it was just... Like, where does that shit come from in people? Like, how do they know to do those horrible things? They don't... I mean, you gotta have the desire, I guess. <laughs> but it might get more, pretty Sam. creative. Think uh... about it. You're sitting around, you're like, well, I know what acid does to people's brains in general when they put it in their mouth. What if I can drill a hole in this guy's head and get it on there directly? Oh, you mean that kind of acid? I don't know. If I was, it was thinking that like kind battery of acid. acid. I don't know what kind of acid it was. Like muriatic acid, actually, is what it's called. But yeah, he did all this stuff. Like he he tried to make sex zombies, sex slave zombies. So is that just how they were still alive but not able to do anything? Yeah, I think most of them died during this. Drill well, bit. I mean, no, I'm saying like his <laughs> desire was to keep them alive, but like incapable of moving. Yeah, or... subservient and just like his possession. Then fuck it, whatever he wants. Because to. relationships are too hard. Yeah, for Jeffrey Dahmer, for sure. Huh. I wonder what his warning signs were. 
What do you mean? Like what he did when he was a kid? Yeah. He that's what Dog Guts was about. The song Dog Guts. Was he I mean I assume he was abused when he was a kid. Right? I don't know that part. I got I just know that he aren't most killed little animals. People who do bad things I mean most of them have had something bad done to them. I think it's a high percentage. But I think there's also some killers out there that just something fucking switched. They just weren't born with uh, the don't kill people switch. <laughs> don't kill people switch off. Yeah. Wasn't turned on at birth. Yeah, mm. that's There's nothing like getting turned on at birth. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing like seeing that baby pop out. Ooh, hold me back. Gross, Michelle. Gross? Gross. <laughs> What's grosser is that you speak like a baby. You don't like it when I talk uh, like these? <laughs> you, you almost you, put like a weird accent on it. When I talk like these. You don't like it when I talk like these. Somebody give me a pizza bag. Oh, you're turning into Mrs. Swan or something. No, I'm not a Mrs. Swan. I'm a <laughs> Jim Jennington. Hello. Jim Johnnington? Jim Johnnington, how are you doing? Now I'm going into now you're Asian. some sort of Indian thing. Oh. I'm just offensive See, in I general. I can't even tell. I don't think it's offensive. I think people are pussies. <laughs> I mean, I think some things are definitely offensive, but I think some people, which, I mean, I'm definitely left-leaning, as I said earlier, but I fucking hate the overcorrections that are happening and, like, people feeling like they need to apologize for things. <sighs> from like a long time ago or when different things were considered funny or socially relevant like just let it go just like everything else like you can't i don't know my opinion is whatever is the best opinion to have in the coming days you don't have opinions you just sit back and you're like i don't care i don't know about things but i've been watching horror movies again (laughs) i care about those (laughs) you don't care about what's going on in the real world i care about dr sam bloomis (laughs) (laughs) that was pretty fun i didn't really like the last one dr sam Newmas. yeah (laughs) did you see what my comment was it did look like he had a baby penis (laughs) it made me super uncomfortable i don't like looking at potential baby penises only if it's actually just a toe my favorite Dr. Sam Loomis one is, in my second year of birth, I was called Dr. Sam Tumis. <laughs> I don't know why that one's your favorite. <laughs> I have so much fun with it, though. All right, let's move on to a song called McDommers. It's definitely a play on McDonald's. <laughs> Here we go, kids. Thanks for clarifying that, Sam. No problem. We all I love the intro. It. Listen to Dennis the Menace go on those drums. He's playing them like a goddamn king. Now this sounds very punk. I'm going to say I never noticed how punk it was until this listen. And you pointing it out. I don't think I have either until because I didn't know what grindcore even was. Because when I would, when I think of macabre, I think of metal. Yeah. But, but I think I like the, punks, the punk part of it more. That must be why I like it because it definitely definitely has like a lighter side to it i guess the lighter side is the punk sensibility to it i've never been able to put my finger on what the lighter sense of it is but punk can often take a lighter tone yeah because i think what is that corporate death guy is he guitar guitar and vocals okay yeah he's the metal part of it is what i to me is what it feels like 
the base can kind of go either way. Nefarious is his name. But you like that word, huh? Nefarious. That's the bass player's name. Okay. What are you asking me? I'm saying, remember, you liked that word. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> what was I talking about? Nefarious. No. And then I think that, yeah, the bass player can go either way, but he's definitely, he f- feels like he usually hangs more on the punk sound as well. Yeah, it's the corporate death guy who who's brings in the, like, with his vocals and things. He seems to really steer it in more of a metal direction. Yeah, I would agree. And I'm glad that the other guys come in and put a punk sensibility to it. It's like that, it's like a, there seems to be more of a sense of humor in punk music than there is in, like, true metal. Mm-hmm. So when that breeds in or when bleeds into metal, I appreciate it. Like, guar. It's comedy stuff. Yes, so it seems like favorites. the like the lyrics are more... Like goofy, oh, but yeah. his sound is more serious. Until he goes, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you like, don't know what he's saying, and that he's just talking about Jeffrey Dahmer, he just sounds like he's more serious. But it's also <laughs> a, that song kind of sounds more like driven in a different way. Yeah. That almost had like more of like an industrial feel, even though I don't think it necessarily had an industrial sound. It was just almost like dun 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 dun, like it just was just going in a certain direction that was like heavy and moving things along you know like in a factory i just don't like this the the word you're using industrial that's what it said man i know and i don't enjoy what it said (laughs) i want to say something about you saying that even the vocals even the vocals are ridiculous like the lyrics i got the jeffrey dahmer blues front page news or any of the thing in mcdahmer's like the nuggets or testicles, the mayo has come. <laughs> like what is that song even about? Did he work at McDonald's? No. He just took... He's just playing around. He just put Dahmer into McDonald's and then said things like, the nuggets or testicles and the mayo has come. Like, wouldn't it be funny if yeah. it was McDahmer's? Ha, yes. ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> and he put out a masterpiece. All right, let's. Come on, I'm excited I? about the song title for the, <laughs> yeah, the next one. One of the best song titles of all. Into the toilet with you. <laughs> that's, that's like marriage, man. Let's go into the toilet together. Into the toilet with you. Take my plastic scoop into the toilet with you. <laughs> <laughs> this is about Jeffrey trying to flush bodies down the t- toilet. So this is where I guess I don't we haven't gotten to it yet, but it's stuff like this. If I mean that's that truly happened, I guess. He truly bought like a thing of acid and tried to dissolve bodies in it and then he tried to flush the remnants down the toilet. Okay. So He also threw a guy away in the trash one time. He just cut him up into pieces and put him into a couple of garbage bags and threw him away. Cool, but yeah, and there's a song I think I believe it's Scrub a Dub Dub where he talks about <laughs> stuff as well. So it just seems like if stuff like that was going on, like trying to flush body parts and stuff, he wouldn't be doing that around Grandma. No, I think once he moves to his apartment, apartment two thirteen, I think it really starts going off the rails because now nobody's there to stop him from drinking. He had a drinking problem. Okay. Not in the sense of he drank every day. It was just that when he did drink, it was like heavy. Four days. And he was oh. like blackout. 
uh, like all day sort of thing. Like, yeah. fully like he commit. would go fucking hard, and I think that's when he got the craziest. So he just fully committed to everything. Pretty much. And then Except for being a good person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Except for not putting people into a toilet. I mean, life's a toilet if you think about it. <laughs> but I mean, if you think about it, you kill somebody. And I don't then want to. And then you're like, fuck, how do I get rid of this one? And then the urges kick in and all of a sudden you got two bodies on your hands and you're like, fuck, I didn't even get rid of the first one. What am I going to do with the second one? I'm going to shower with it to make it stop smelling by putting cold water on it. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm jumping ahead, but it's so weird. Well, let's go to Chicago first. <laughs> We're coming to Chicago, which doesn't make sense. When he comes. We'd be going to Chicago unless you're in Chicago. Unless he's speaking from Chicago. Well, Macabre is from Chicago. Oh, they are? Yeah. Okay. Is that part of the obsession is because it was so close as well? so. And he went to the trial. There's a song later called Trial, and it's about him actually going to the trial because he wanted to see what Jeffrey Dahmer looked like in person. Holy cow. So he was into it like oh, yeah. when it was happening. Not just after the fact and reading books about it and shit. I think that's why he was so into it because he was alive and alive for the whole thing. Like he got to see it, experience yeah. it. There's definitely I something different than like reading something in a book and then having memories of like the OJ trial and it like taking over everything. Like yeah. it's definitely different when you live through certain things. But I'm sorry, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say that this guy was been his thing for a long time. And uh He's kind of the perfect person to do this band because he's so encyclopedic about everything. But I think there's also almost a wall creatively <laughs> to making music that's strictly we're going to talk about a serial killer yeah. every song because eventually aren't you going to like have to choose ones that weren't so like some of the s- stories I'm saying, not saying they're not tragic but some of the stories are going to be like yeah, yeah, he shot like five people, like three months. It wasn't anything crazy. He didn't have nipple belts or anything in his home, so nipple nothing, belts. Nothing really right about there. Yeah, Ed Gein had nipple belts. What is a nipple belt? It's a belt made with nipples. Oh, I thought you meant like <laughs> a belt to hold your nipples up. No, <laughs> okay. it's nipples to hold your pants up at your waist. <laughs> now I don't know if he just had a belt that he sewed nipples in certain places on it. Or if he collected enough nipples to make a whole belt. Don't think seems like a lot of nipples. Wouldn't the nipples dry and fall off? No, it's skin. They get leathery. Uh, you treat them right. Uh, I would just assume that they disintegrate over time. You know, because ashes to ashes, Jesus made us out of no. dirt. Nipples to leather to belt. Uh-huh. <laughs> Didn't know about the nipple belt, huh? Uh-uh. Ed Gein. I could play a macabre song about it if you'd like. Well, I'm okay with that. All right, let's move on to Scrub-A-Dub-Dub. I think I've talked about this song recently. Yes, you have. Scrub-A-Dub-Dub, three men in a tub. so ridiculous. Because <laughs> they're the three men in the tub, right? Are the, they're, What? Are the, oh, the men that Jeffrey liked to shower with in a tub? There are men that he killed that he didn't know what to do with, so he put him in his bathtub and he still had to take a shower. And he, he actually showered. Yes. With the dead men in his tub. Like leaking stuff out of them. Yes. 
<laughs> so what did he eventually do with them? I don't know if they ever made it out. Because I don't know what they exactly find once the cops actually come and Woo! investigate. Holy fuck! What happened? I'm pretty sure the dog's bowels released based on that smell. I do not smell it. Is there poops coming out of her butt? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, it does smell really bad. The stench crew. That reeks. It smells so bad. It's really bad. (laughs) I have my nose covered up. Smells like a tub full of rotten eggs. She definitely put some hard-boiled eggs inside of her like two weeks ago. Did she have to shit? Just shit them out. I don't know. She went out when uh at the beginning of the podcast. Bet she has to poop. Oh my god! I can't believe there's not shit next to me based on how much that is lingering. Let the sweet guitar solo take you away. (laughs) (laughs) Was pretty bad. It still is bad. Yeah, it's not enjoyable. Keep listening to Macabre and eventually it'll go away. I mean, I guess it's fitting since this is about death and something definitely died inside of that dog. But yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer took showers with dead bodies. So yeah, I don't... Ugh, what I was getting ready to say is I don't really know his history. Like, I don't know what got him caught. I don't know what was found in his house. Like, I don't know anything about any of that. Because no one's made a documentary that I've come across, I guess. I'm sure there are plenty of documentaries about Dahmer out there. I don't know how he got caught either, but I know that uh, they found like a bunch of pictures of bodies and stuff. Because he would take pictures of underage kids, too. I can still smell the fart. I think it's embedded in, I don't know, me? It's in your microphone cover. All right, we're going to move on. The next song is Conrack. This is a song what about... What does that mean? This is a song about a kid named Conrad Simpson Foam. That's a real name. Conrad Simpson Foam. I don't believe it, but continue. He's the kid that got away. Oh, really? Okay. The kid that got away, and he was like naked and bleeding from his butt. And the cops still sent him back home with Jeff, and then Jeff killed him later. That poor fucking kid. Yep. That's so horrible. And they said they had like. Like log records of the cops getting on the, what do you call it, the, whatever their the radio, yeah, the radio system. Their police blotter. It's the CB, that's what it's called. But they called back and they're like, ah, it's just some, like, fags coral or something like that. They basically treated it like, they just these a were just two gay dudes, so I don't really care what's going on. And Conrad was of color, so they didn't really give a shit about him in two ways. No fucking figure. Racism isn't real. But he was way, he was really young. And then some women saw him running naked, so they called the cops, but the cops were just like, eh, this is just a lover's quarrel. 
And like Jeff was like, oh, he's just really drunk. So let me get him back to the apartment. And he took him back to the apartment and fucking it killed him that night, I'm pretty sure. God, I hope it was fast, even though I'm sure it wasn't. Who knows? That's so horrible. Yeah. It's hard to not get sad <laughs> when yeah, you actually true. think about these people and what they suffered. Especially someone like that who came the- so close to potentially being saved, but no one cared. Imagine being the ladies who actually did call and did think something was up and then finding out uh, that you were right and just because they didn't follow up. Well, I mean, they may have been judgmental as well, but still, it's still sad. No one deserves to be fucking murdered. I think from what I remember is the ladies were like, what the fuck are you guys not? Why aren't you checking this out? Like, they were upset. Hmm. And then they believed something was very wrong. So how did they know? Like, how were they able to correlate that story to Jeffrey? Like, how did they know that he was the one involved in that, I guess? Because the poli- was it, like, in the police report? Probably in the police report and when they find pictures of Conrack in his apartment after all this. And then they go, oh, that was that boy. Do you think they would have remembered him, though? I don't know. That's why I, I don't know the time frame of any of this. Like I said, I don't know, like... I mean, he was probably on a missing this kids list at that point. And he was in the area. Well, I don't know. All right, let's move on to Media Circus. It's 21 seconds long. There you go. Somebody got away. And then went, hey, I'm in this fucking place. So you go. Got the answer. See, Macabre is encyclopedic. Some guy got away. Jeffrey got sloppy. Cops show up and go, hey, that's a foot. He either got sloppy or someone was just more than what he was prepared to handle. Maybe. Which was kind of what I hope because fuck you. Yeah, (laughs) he's a monster. It's better to know that someone like prevailed and like was able to survive through that. Like it it makes me want to root for that guy more than think about Jeffrey just being sloppy. Also, with the sloppy thing, think about it. It's like any job. Eventually you get used to it. And you just kind of like cut corners. So I'm sure he can start cutting corners in his death dealings. That or this guy was just tougher than he thought. That too. I think that is more what it was. Some guy just comes. I mean, that's probably why. I'm going to poison you. And then that guy just turns around and fucking knocks you out with one punch. And he's like, see ya. I mean, I assume that's why he preyed on younger people, right? So he could victimize them. And he could. I mean, people usually tend to victimize people that they know that they can be in control over. Yeah. I think younger people and maybe like uh, twinks, you know, guys that look like they could be overpowered quite easily. Guys that clearly do nothing but just sit around and be taken care of all the time. That's not necessarily true with a twink. They can just be small. No, I'm just specifically thinking about someone who just like, I am a quaid. You worship me. I'm not working. I'm not doing anything. I'm a twink. I'm just going to get fucked for a living. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you liked that? Yes, I did. I've been working on being a twink for years. All right, let's learn more. All right, Temple of Bones. I don't mind stealing bones. (laughs) I'm going bony. I'm going bony. This is about something that didn't even really exist. It's just a drawing that Jeff wanted to do. What do you mean? He wanted to make a temple of bones and make like a bone chair. Out of the what he was collecting? Out of the people he killed. So, there's such an 
egomaniacal thing that comes along with so much of that stuff. Yep. Like they think they're God there for a bit. Yeah. Yep. It's more it's than the power, just, man. Uh huh. It sucks. Yeah. It's dumb. It's good that people get caught eventually. It sucks that people do not get caught sometimes. Do you consider it to be justice that he was murdered for all of the people that he murdered? Because it sounds like he wasn't. He was just going to live in jail forever, right? Or was he on death row? <clears throat> Don't know if death row existed then, but I do feel. I feel better if it's like since he was killed by a killer. I mean, this guy was already in jail for murder. Yeah. I think it's almost better that it happens that way. So it's not like some guy who just works at the jail. It's like, yeah, I kill people. So someone who already just doesn't so have anything like, on his I kind of like it that we give the guy with the dirty conscience already. Like, yeah, I mean, it's, you've already signed that deed once. Why not sign this deed again? I mean, I guess that does make more sense than, yeah, making people kill people and people think by the way that lethal injection is uh humane it's fucking not uh, yeah and i'm sure jeffrey died faster than he would have if he would have gone through any of that stuff yeah too. it's just that you think that they don't feel anything because they're like frozen and paralyzed but they're actually like, still alive like for a while yeah. yeah it's not as fast of a death as people think it's just that it like paralyzes you pretty yeah. fast see i'm weird on the death penalty in general like i waver back and forth on it I feel, and then since I just, I took that I side with thing, and that was one of those questions that I answered, I, I mean, I, I think it's weird to play God, if you think of it that way, I guess, but then, I mean, I support abortion, but whatever, I, I just think it's weird to give that, yeah, I guess, to just, like, a person, because I always think, like, so then someone else gets to just legally kill someone, but it just seems like there are certain reasons why, like, really, if there's undeniable evidence and someone is clearly a monster, there's no rehabilitation, they're just always going to be a p- piece of shit and they're going to manipulate people and whatever, even if they're locked up forever. Not everyone deserves to live <laughs> and be supported by tax money yeah. until they die. So I'm, I do support the death penalty, but only for absolutely undeniable evidence you know that if it just has to be super just i guess yeah, it's guaranteed but i think it makes sense how you say it though to give it to someone who has done it and truly doesn't care just about taking the jerry life. to flip the switch like if there's someone who was <laughs> in a gang and they've already killed like 37 people what's another fucking person because they're not going to lose any fucking sleep yeah but some person who has to inject them with something even if they've done it so many times it might not make them feel very good probably not <laughs> because they're not technically unless they're super like yeah fuck you you piece of shit i'm gonna kill you yeah but that's kind of weird too it's very weird <laughs> like, it's all <laughs> fucked up so yeah i understand all right let's move on to the trial which is a song about the corporate trial. death going to the trial it's like written from his point of view okay So he definitely wasn't like supportive of Dahmer. He just thought it was interesting. Just crazy interested in all that kind of shit. I do think it's. I've always thought it was interesting when people become infatuated, though, because 
that happens all the time that people become obsessed and like they go to all of the like there was a girl who went to all of R. Kelly's court appearances and then she ended up like getting sucked into his shit crazy yeah so like it's just weird I'm just not interested in stuff like that. Like, I don't. Not. I mean, because you like really have to give time and like every yeah. day yeah. to go to that, and like that's like obsessive shit. It seems like it's above and beyond. Like if, unless you have the time and the money, it just seems odd. It's like a real life uh, documentary, like a crime documentary, but you're seeing it all right in front of your eyes in those boring. Courtrooms. That's yeah. That's what's nice about documentaries is that they shave off all of that boring stuff. Well, I mean, obviously facts and things are interesting, but I've also said I don't, I don't really want to ever be on a jury. No, I don't know that my opinion of, of someone's future is worth it. Right? Like, <laughs> like, why the fuck would my should my opinion matter? Just because I'm an opinionated person doesn't mean that I should make any decisions. Based on my opinions, <laughs> I'd be like, I gotta be honest with you. I stopped listening about twenty percent in, came back around forty, so I missed a huge chunk in there. Don't think it's right for me to say this guy's guilty. <laughs> you do the Homer Simpson and wear the glasses. It looks like you're awake, but you're really asleep. <laughs> yeah. Unless it's a real just cut and dry, clearly someone's guilty, or they admit to being guilty, then it's like really fast. But well, you always don't go to trial if you're admitting guilty. I guess it's true. It's absolutely true. But a lot of times, I mean, I guess it's with that undeniable evidence that sometimes it is just like a day, sometimes but then in some Stephen cases did it's it. like months. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fucking know. Who knows? Do you think Stephen Avery even knows at this point? Or do you think that he has just created his own reality (laughs) over time? That that could very well be the case. Since everyone does create their own reality. If you don't really think you did it, even though you did it, you won't. You've convinced yourself that you're innocent. Then you're innocent. In your mind. And you don't even know that you're guilty anymore. I like this thinking. I think that's how that works sometimes. All right. So from here on out. With people with unstable minds. I didn't do anything stupid. I don't remember it. Therefore, well, it didn't I mean, happen. in that situation, saying stupid, instead of just like taking the life of someone, doing something stupid is objectionable or objection. Yeah, whatever that word is. I would never call taking someone's life stupid. I would take it. I would call it a thrill and a joy. Thrill kill. Yeah, thrill kill. You've never just wanted to beat a hobo with a hammer? No, but I, I think I am ready to do oh. the Dahmer. Everybody do the Dahmer. They're playful in the music. They like to clown around. They also like to add songs to this album that probably didn't need to be there. <laughs> That's what I was saying earlier. If it's just the same topics over and over again, which it's not necessarily always the same topics because it seems to definitely go through chronologically what happened, but he still does mention how Dahmer was a killer quite a lot. Well, he was a killer, so it's factual. What was his, like, job, though? How did he make money? Did he work in a factory? Yeah, he worked at the, the chocolate factory. No, he did not. Yeah, he did. That's why that song existed. He worked at a chocolate factory. Jeffrey Tom worked at a chocolate factory. 
The Ambrosia Chocolate Factory. Huh. That's why that song is on here. <laughs> That's why I didn't know how accurate anything was or how much of it was just also them being playful. He worked there. He worked at the Blood Bank. Blood Bank, yeah. I don't know what he was doing towards the end. Towards the end, I feel like it was just a frenzy and like him like, just constantly trying to figure out how to get rid of the bodies and and not necessarily going to work anymore. Yeah, paying bills. I keep getting scenes in my head of him being like super paranoid around everything. And Janice, the next door neighbor, says, hey Jeffrey, it's smelling pretty ripe again, and he's like, oh, the freezer doesn't work. It's rotten meat. Ah! Is that what happened? Janice? <laughs> I don't know her name was Janice, but yeah. Did you listen to any of the lyrics on this album? <laughs> it all told you. It was all right. There. I told you I can't understand everything that's being said. Yeah. He, Did you hear anything that I've said to you? <laughs> Jeffrey told his neighbors that the fridge stopped working, so it was rotten meat was the smell. I'm sorry. I can't understand everything. <laughs> I mean, I feel like most of it can be understood, but maybe sometimes it was the worst thing that maybe I did. I liked it. You should take over for corporate death. I would never. <laughs> Let's move on to baptized. Song Jeff- twenty-three. Jeffrey found religion. That was very fast. Yeah, I think he turned over pretty quick in jail. He doesn't seem like... A lot of these killers, when they talk, they don't seem like nut bars. Like You, you would think they're going to be like, oh yeah, like... Like Charles Manson. When he talks, you're just like, this guy's fucking insane. Well, yeah. He was a genius. But when you listen to like Ted Bundy or Jeffrey Dahmer or Edmund Kemper talk... Yeah. It's just normal. Like, they say horrific things, but they're not like kooky, you know? Kooky. Thank you. I'm not a big fan of the sound in the song. This I'm is not a, either. This is a weird sound. Like, yeah, this doesn't sound like any other songs. I don't think. And I definitely can't understand anything being said. A lot in this. of reverb going on. Yeah. So all it is is about Jeffrey finding religion. He got baptized in the prison whirlpool. There's a prison whirlpool? Yeah, I guess so. Like prison sauna. Prison hot tub, I guess. I don't know. Doesn't seem like it should exist. <laughs> hey, boys, gonna go hit the sauna. Be right there, says Jeffrey. <laughs> Be right there, says Jeffrey. All right, it's time for the attack from the man himself. The Killer Tomatoes. Christopher Scava. So he wasn't in jail for very long, was he? I don't really know. I feel like it wasn't a long process for him. I don't think so either. Well, well, I, I know, don't know I don't why, think, but I pretty feel like sure he wasn't. didn't make it through the trial. Oh, really? I don't think so. So he wasn't even, like, in the end convicted of anything. I don't really know. I need to watch a Jeffrey Dahmer documentary. <laughs> I need to know what actually happened. There's probably one out there. I'm sure there. I'm sure there is. He killed Jeffrey Dahmer. 
He killed Jeffrey Dahmer. He killed Jeffrey Dahmer. It's funny, there's like no artistic like flair to a lot of the lyric writing. A lot of the lyric Woo! writing is just literally like, what did I read in the book? So we'll just write that next. Okay. Dahmer was arrested in 1991. Uh, excuse me. But he entered a guilty plea. Plea of guilty but insane in 15 of the 17 murders he oh. confessed to murder. Wait. So two of them he's saying he did with sound mind? Or in sound mind? Or he only confessed to 15 of the 17? I guess I didn't understand how you said that. I don't know. It just says guilty but insane in 15 of the 17 murders he confessed to committing. So, yeah, he only confessed to 15 of the 17 he was accused of? Or I he guess was pleading that he was, that he was, it was insane, insane for those. Insane for 15 of the 17, and yeah. he did two of them while of sound mind. Yeah. In we- February 1992, the jury found him sane in each murder and was sentenced to 15 consecutive life sentences. Wow, that's... See, I, I definitely feel like in the case with him, he should have been executed. Like, if someone is a mass fucking murderer like that, and not just mass like a bunch at one time, but seeking people out and killing many people... Like a routine killer. <laughs> he doesn't deserve to live because he's clearly not going to stop. That's like how he gets his thrills, and he's a fucking psychopath. So yeah, someone like him, I think... W- should have died but like charles manson he didn't actually kill anybody so he shouldn't have been executed and he wasn't nope he just died a crazy old man in jail <laughs> whatever i think of that's all i can think of with charles manson i don't know why that got me so good but i really like that jeffrey was in jail for two years after the the life sentences. Before. Wow, that's longer than I thought. 34 when he was murdered. That's our age, man. Yeah. That means he was doing bad stuff. For a while. For a while. I mean, he threw a man away in the trash. <laughs> I think that a lot of people try to do that. They usually put him in like uh, suitcases and stuff, though. He put a guy in a suitcase at the Ambassador Hotel when he woke up and the guy was just dead. Yeah, that happens a lot. So he crammed him in the suitcase and he got help from the cab driver loading the suitcase in the back of the taxi. What the fuck do you say is in that that's so heavy? Dildos. Lots of dildos. Heavy fucking dildos. Double D batteries inside there. Or you say that they're like bottom-weighted dildos that you don't actually have to use that you just sit on. Yeah, they just go to the table. Yeah, they just go. They just walk to the table. (laughs) (laughs) Go to the table, dildos. Go to the table. (laughs) All right, ding dong, Dahmer's dead. We got two more songs. The song's actually just called Dahmer's Dead, though. Yeah. With massive injuries to his head. So he just got beat to death. Brushed his fucking skull in. He See, killed the other guy, too. What other guy? There was three of them. They were sentenced to... They were cleaning part of the prison. And the guard walked away. And that's when Christopher Scarver killed him. Killed Jeffrey and the other guy that was there. So it probably wasn't even necessarily like specific he just that guy just wanted to kill people 
Maybe. <laughs> Let's look him up. Christopher Skyrim. Like, it, it almost sounds... Knowing that he killed more than just Jeffrey, it doesn't sound as personal. Christopher Scarver. What happened? Where is he now? <laughs> Where are they now? Christopher Scarver. <laughs> Pop up video. Okay, let's see. Pop into Christopher pop Scarver, an American convicted murderer, best known for his fatal assault on Jeffrey Dahmer and Jesse Anderson at the Columbia Correctional Institution. He took a piece of exercise equipment, like a metal bar, okay, and beat the shit out of both of them. He was sentenced to two further life sentences for the killings. It doesn't say like a motive or anything. I don't know. Do, do, do. I'd be interested in knowing if it was just random, if he's just like, I like killing people. Maybe. And I have this opportunity because I took this bar and you guys are here. Oh, wait. Scarver said that Dahmer had taunted other inmates by constructing severed limbs out of food and ketchup. So, yeah, he deserved to die. He is just a fucking <laughs> asshole. He was on camera like, I've chosen God. And then he's behind the bars like, Look, I made this mashed potatoes and ketchup into a severed leg. <laughs> and they're just like, I can't fucking stand this guy. I wonder why the other guy died, though. What caused the other guy to be killed? Was he just like, oh, man, don't kill Jeffrey. He's my- it's cool, man. You don't need to kill anybody. We're he's- all in here together. He's my friend. I don't know if it was that. Maybe he's just like, oh, man, don't kill him. Oh, man, stop hitting Jeffrey. Oh, man, Jeffrey's bleeding. Oh, man, you hit me. Oh, man, I'm bleeding. I'm kicking stuff now. Okay, let's Shit's see. going wild. Scarver reported that he was disgusted by a newspaper report detailing Dahmer's crimes against black people. Was he a so, black man who killed him? Yeah. Okay. So it was also... It was everything combined. It was that he felt that he was being an asshole and, like, situationally in jail and took his what he did to people against him like took it out on him as well when they killed him like it seemed like it was yeah all of it combined yeah christopher scarver just liked killing people and he didn't like what he did to his people but so then the other guy Jeffrey, but then the other guy he said that he had an altercation with him previously so like so he was just like there and was he was in like a yeah, i already killed jeff and i don't like this fucking guy so i'm in just gonna a kill killing mood i'll kill this dude <laughs> and then i'll get this other dude front page news feeling rude all right one last song it's rude to kill people it's yeah usually the brain gotta say the album doesn't end very well it's like so why are they talking about jeffrey dahmer's brain being in a jar is that real uh or is this just a goofy ending his mom wanted the brain to be taken out it's studied but it was bashed up so could it be properly studied i think so i think his skull just got cracked so when you lose skull compression you're gonna die doesn't mean his brains got bashed in Uh, i thought that he was like bashed in like no i think he was attacked enough to take the brain okay but his dad just didn't want anything to do with jeffrey around anymore his dad was like i raised a monster so uh he wanted it burned so this song is about the dispute between the parents what to do with the brain 
father gets his wishes when they put it in the flame. Bray, hey, 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 hey. So was he cremated or is his body somewhere? I think he's cremated. Yeah, that would, unless it's in an unmarked grave, that would be destroyed constantly. Oh, yeah. People would not be okay. Unless, I don't know. I guess I don't know anything about that. I don't know if there are resting places for serial killers out there or if most of them have been just cremated. Like you don't deserve a resting I place. I think that serial killers usually have a gravesite because, like you said, it would just be fucked with all the time. That's what it, it, it seems also like they just don't deserve a, a space in the ground. I don't know how that works, though. Like, what happens when you when someone gets executed in jail? I mean, like, I guess if you're killed and your know. family might like whatever, but yeah, I guess I don't, they kind of ask for the body. But it seems like if it's someone like if they were actually executed by the state, then. I don't know how that works. I guess I have a lot of learning that I need to do. About this episode Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> has really opened up. No, just also like what happens to bodies when they're uh, like, who makes that decision when they're like in prison or whatever, like what, what happens? Like I assume the family would still have a say if they're incarcerated, but if they're like executed by the state, then like just what happens with bodies? Sure, a lot of cremation. That's yeah. I mean, that's my guess. And they get put into one large pit, huh. a bones pit, a powdered bones pit, <sighs> dust and bones pit. That's pretty appropriate. So, Hi, I'm Dustin Bones. Nice to meet you. So we're finished with the album, we right? We are finished with the album. Well, that means that we are technically to the part of the podcast where it's time to go over some <gasps> questions. Questions I missed you. Questions I'm asking you, and I wanna know if they're true. Well, do you ask the questions for me? Questions for me? Questions for me? Ah! Sam. Hold on, Southern. Okay, it's done. There we go. Sam, why did you choose this? I don't know. I thought of the band and I was like, yeah, I'm going to choose that. Well, you said recently that you're going to start going into like into yourself and like finding the pieces of music to help make you who you are, man. Yeah, but I already did it. Slayer Misfits. <laughs> what was it? What were the ones that I you said? You said this on the last Misfits episode Quar when you did Black Sabbath. Black Sabbath. Those are yeah, I know, but it's kind of hard when you just listen to the same stuff all the time. So, based off of obviously nothing that's been discussed, what did you think initially that I thought when you gave this to me? Exciting! Can't wait thrilled even a thank you came across your heart and you sent it over to me or you were like ah fuck another dumb metal album so you don't really know you don't have an opinion because you just didn't say anything oh you were just opinion. doing what ifs my opinion was that you were like ah fuck another metal album okay um what was my judgment prior to listening to this 
Ah, fuck. It's another fucking... <laughs> it's in the same fucking vein as almost everything else that I get from you. Uh, how many times did you listen to this, Sam? About four. Ooh, mine was the three. This is definitely one that I thought about not making. What? My minimum. Yeah. You didn't love every second of it? I really didn't like much of any of it, to be honest. Did you like it less than Dying Fetus? Same? I can't compare... You ask me this like I remembered what dying fetus sounds like. Sounds just like, like this. Just like how you forget most things after you listen to them. Because you don't oh, even remember that we did episodes about stuff most of the time. That's crazy talk. I remember every episode like the back of my hand. All right. You don't believe me. You're acting like it's not real. I don't believe you most of the time, Sam. I think you're a gigantic <laughs> liar. You're inconsiderate. Yeah. You're insensitive. Yeah. You're incestuous. Oh, yeah. And um, you're very insincere. Bingo. Oh, uh, it's a bingo. bingo. Okay, so we're to the point where I have to guess what I think that your least favorite song is. And I, I, I mean, I know that you said, because at this point, to be honest, a lot of times I try to pull this from our conversations and how you react yeah, to the songs. It's a good idea. Unless I actually know that I've heard you like talk about a song more or sing a song more than that's even if I'm wrong, that might be what I guess. Um, but based on your reaction, I'm going to guess that it's baptized. Baptized? As your least favorite song. You think this song is my least favorite song? I don't even know what baptized is. Oh, yeah, that's a good guess. You know what? I was going to go with Dahmer's Dead, but you're right. It is baptized. That sound is so odd. It just doesn't match anything else on the album. I think I know the song kind of changes as it goes. Yeah, but it's just like... Real love it sounds it more like more like something you might hear on the radio. Like it just seems really out of place. And I, yeah, you did say something about how you didn't really like it. So yeah, I was gonna choose something else, but you're right. You win. You got this one. Let's see. What's yours? Is it baptized? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> sweet. <laughs> 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 and I'm not saying that it's bad to have something that's different on an album and like, you know, touch on something new and try something out. But I just don't think that works for them. You know, it's going to be hard is guessing your favorite. Well, I do have a guess and I'm probably wrong about my favorite about your favorite song, because I feel like with you it's kind of maybe like a classic thing like this is the song that i heard first this is a song that like got me in yeah and this is a song that i yes. feel like i have heard you sing the most so i'm gonna say dog guts you think dog guts is my favorite that's my guess oh dear 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 sam what's your favorite song well i'm gonna have to say my favorite song is dog guts <laughs> Woo! yeah so like for this part back here oh i love this we're doing the row kill in one key row kill row kill then when they go to dog guts it gets so low <laughs> i love it 
Yeah, for rules. I think this is like the heaviest song on here, too. It does feel like it's more metal, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's like super fucking metal. Because you do, and I think that's probably also why I think of them as being metal, because I'm, I, I'm probably most familiar with that song. And, I mean, that's the introduction to the album, right? Yeah. So you also kind of feel like what you hear in the beginning is going to like set the tone. Yeah. And I, it seems like a lot of time that's not always the case. Like it is a lot of times, but there are a lot of times where it's not. Because yeah. I feel like the album goes way more like punk influence. Like it does still have the metal, obviously, that kind of changes the sound. But yeah. that song, I think that comes in much heavier. I think there's too many songs on this album. And I never really noticed that until I started listening to it. And I was like, a lot of this is just filler material because he wants to come off as like the encyclopedic mm-hmm. lyrical writer so we have to have 28 songs because i mean we got to talk about when he worked at the blood bank like ah, do, do you but i mean i guess if you're just listening to this as a whole album which i assume that you always have always have yeah it r- kind of runs together more maybe and you can't always tell that you're listening to 26 actual songs and that it's yeah because some of them are th- 32 seconds long Mm-hmm. I think more what I'm saying is this, the song Dog Guts is so fucking heavy and it sounds so original to me that eventually one is just, they're doing just like, in the army now, kind of just seems like weak. I have to. Where it's like, you made, you wrote Dog Guts and it was all original and it's fucking awesome, but now we got to listen to In the Army Now. I feel that way about, I think, all of those songs that they do on this album. Like, I, it just seems too easy and it just seems like. It's just to have something to do, kind of like you said. It's just a joke, like in a way. But it also it seems kind of lazy because it's like yeah. some of the most simple childhood like songs that you heard that are just, you know, it's just simple. I have to guess your favorite. Uh-huh. I don't know, I'm just going to say Dog Guts. That's not correct. Damn but, it! But almost. I not really. I listen to more Dog Guts. Here we go. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, Dog Guts is your favorite. <laughs> That's hilarious. But no, Dog Guts is not my I did an organ version of Dog Guts. Do you remember that? I do. Actually, I forgot about that until you just said that. I bet it's on an unattainable hard drive. Well. Uh, What's your favorite song? Um, And this is just based on the fact that I, I think I like the music. There's a part in this song where I really like the music, and okay. it's Apartment 213. Really? Let's get it up here. See, and that's not even, I don't even like that thing because it has that like sound. There's, there's just like a part to it that I feel like it's, it's an instrumental part like later on oh. that I liked. This. Yeah, like I think the music part is, I enjoyed it more. And I don't know why, because listening to it now, I don't necessarily feel that way. Because, like I said, I don't really like anything on this, to be honest. <laughs> but it did. Get it's got me. this part coming up. This part rules. Okay, yeah, I think that this is why, just because it stands out as being different, and it does sound like kind of progressive. But it's the only thing that like really impressed me, I guess. It is like the most technical thing on here. Everything else I thought was just kind of like, yeah, like kind of weak. And even the beginning of the song. So it's really just, yeah, this instrumental part 
is my favorite song. Works for me because this part rules. All right. So that was your favorite song. So we did it. Yeah. How old were you when you started listening to this? Oh, so how old am I now? Sad. I'm 35 or 34. You're going to be 35 next month. I'm going to say. You getting old, Sam. How long have we been together? 13 years? Correct. I'm going to say. Because I mean, you said you got it from Kent Hiltz and you didn't know him at, when we got together. Like you met him after we were together. Yes, so. true. Yes. I'm going to say like 10 years. So like ago, tw- so 24-ish. Mid-20s. 22 to 24. And how did you originally feel when you heard it? I thought it was very goofy. Was wondering. It was one of those deals where I was like, this is so weird. I don't know if I hate it or if I, it's just so goofy that I haven't allowed myself to like it. And I could very well like it a lot. And that's what ended up happening is like, I understand it's ridiculous, but I just like the non-seriousness of it. So how, what was your first impression of that thing he does with his voice? Did you love it? Or were you just like, that's goofy? Hold on, my dear. You like fumbling with things. When I originally heard it, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to enjoy this, but it's so unique. I can't stop listening. And then. So I was never like, oh, this is fucking horrible. I just thought, I thought it was funny. Like, yeah. why is he making this noise? It's supposed to be metal. Like, most of the time, a guy doesn't make a knowingly, like, goofy voice. It's not just goofy in a sense of like, oh, metal guy thinks he's being tough, so he does this. Uh. It's, it's like, it's goofy in a, hey, guys, watch this. <laughs> and you guys are all just sitting around like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> That's funny. Um, would you recommend this today? To certain metal guys, yeah. I mean, I know it's not for the general public at all. Like me? It's not for you. It's I'm not, general. I mean, there's... And I'm yeah. public. Basic. <laughs> I am. I am definitely a basic white bitch. <sighs> I would not ever choose to listen to this I again. I didn't expect you to. Ever. Ever, <laughs> I mean, I, I think I still, I think Dog Guts is a funny song, but like, Dog Guts, Dog Guts. I can't take a whole fucking album of Macabre. <laughs> I can't do it. Um, so we are finished with questions now, and we are. You again, did it. We th- did. This it. was episode one hundred. It was, and because we were waiting for Sam to be able to hang out and not be in trouble even though it seems like he could have done whatever he wanted the entire time he was on probation and house arrest yeah um <clears throat> thank you covid i don't know how much covid really had an effect on how much they saw you but i guess it could have potentially been in your favor yeah a little bit but you were still a good boy and uh, i was a good boy i were. followed the rules yeah and but now you don't have to so we are we pushed it back to episode 101 we are going to have some people on who've been on before, some people who have never been on before, um, but we are letting people make a playlist for us. It's a goddamn podcast extravaganza. And it's going to be a podcast party. We're going to have people, a bunch of people here. We're going to have people zooming in, and uh, it's going to be a new fun f- experience, so we'll see how it goes. It's going to be catastrophic. Things are not going to work. Uh <laughs> 
Why are you being negative? Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to get people excited for the next episode. We want people to keep listening. This is what's exciting to me. This is going to be... This is the new thing. You already things. tested stuff and everything worked. Sure. I tested things. I saw you test things. I know. You still have things set up. I'm just waiting for me to say, God damn it. Well, you'll say that anyway, because you're a negative <laughs> Nantucket. I'm Speaking of Nantucket, ah, fuck it, I Nantucket. still think that we should do a Wings podcast. I mean, Sam... The what co- would you call the Wings podcast? We're wing wingers. Wing <laughs> <laughs> That was horrible. Uh, just winging it? <laughs> just winging it. <laughs> We're just winging it. Or That's we can- the best one so far. Well, I mean, I've given you two, so thank you. How about the Nantucket news feed? That's the worst. <laughs> How about we say, the Steven Weber magic hour? Um, how about we're, uh, you know, laughing with Lowell? Laughing with Lowell? Mm-hmm. I, I'm going with just winging it. We're just, just winging, winging it. it. Just winging it. All right. So, yeah, so episode 101. Episode 101. Special. It's going to be a party. Um, thanks for listening. Yeah. Are you gonna play Sorry s- it was late today. Yeah, you guys probably don't but care. How whatever. often do you think people are listening to things as soon as they can listen to things? Every goddamn second. Okay. Well, guys, thanks. We appreciate it. If you've been here for 100 episodes. Wow. Um, if you've only been here for a few. Still, thanks. We are just two idiots. We say things that are incorrect. We have our own dumb opinions. We have zero credentials. This whole thing is based on just a, a two assholes' opinions, and we don't fucking matter. So, thanks. See you at the episode 101 podcast. Many extravaganza, good time, have fun, sex. Bye.